Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sif Spoil on Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, with two people that I will not be able to get shut up about the Godzilla <laughs> stuff. Uh, no, this is going to be fun. Um, honestly, I'll just I I will let you two talk about especially the Easter eggs and some of that fun stuff as Godzilla fans. Uh, we're continued to be joined by Sam, uh, who is hanging Hello. out with us for the uh, spoiler section as well. Sam, thanks for sticking around. Appreciate it. I can't wait to to get into some nitty gritty Godzilla ness. <laughs> nitty gritty Godzilla's breaking down the city. Uh, <laughs> we are gonna have a good time. Um, I guess I'll start here. Uh, well, by the way, if you don't want spoiled, you probably shouldn't be here because we're gonna go into details, and we may jump around a lot too. So you know, it might be confusing if you haven't seen the movie. Um, I'll just I'll just say this since I mentioned the nuclear thing. Uh, I, I don't understand. I kind of understand setting off the nuclear device to give him energy or I guess resurrect him. Was he actually dead or was he just really, he was resting. He was resting. Yeah. Cause they said, um, it would take him about a couple, or it would taking, take him a couple of years of, you know, absorbing all the radiation down there to, you know, fully get back to his strength. Help me understand. Cause Godzilla basically dies and comes back to life twice in this movie. Um, help it was maybe more than that. Was it just the twice? I don't know. Help me understand the second time. Help me understand Mothra <laughs> uh, sucking in the Mothra juices or something or yada yada. Like, I did not. Yeah. Like, what's going on there? I'm thinking. That's a weird one. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, well, that's the one I'm talking about. I don't understand that. <laughs> so I'm thinking whenever Ghidra kills uh, Mothra that all that stuff floating down the Mothra sprinkle sparkle, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that's just more... <laughs> You know, it's radiation. You know, it's 
because in the Toho, I mean that's the only place my mind could go. That's why I connected it to the nuclear thing, but I didn't know that worked. Yeah, in that way. I don't know because in in all the Toho movies, Mothra is like considered a god, really. Like by the way, do they ma- do they hook up in the other movies? Mothra and Godzilla, are they they lovers in the other movies as well. No, oh, okay, it's just no. they're friends and stuff. Actually, I was surprised that Rodan was actually a villain for as long as he was in this one because he's like, besides Anguirus, he's like one of Godzilla's oldest friends. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so you're gonna have Rodan be the villain. That's actually kind of interesting. You know, you having Ghidra and uh, Rodan team up against Mothra and Godzilla, which is different yeah. because in one of my favorite Godzilla movies. Uh, King Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. It's those three versus King Ghidorah. Mm. So yep. I was like, "Ooh, are we gonna have that?" But no, they they, they t- turned it around on me and they made Rodan <laughs> a, a a villain for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if it was like a, a Mothra's like last uh, magical ability to give Godzilla, you know, like a an adrenaline shot or whatever, uh, or if it was. The radiation pouring down. I don't know what one that was. Mm. All I know is it was a callback to a moment from Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2, which came out in 1993, in which Rodan does the exact same thing because Godzilla is like incapacitated in battle and Rodan flies down and somehow absorbs itself in like its spirit into Godzilla and revives it, sacrificing itself. So that was partly a callback and partly a way of illustrating just how omnipotent uh, Mothra is. And also in that crazy sporadic credit sequence, uh, I did see one newspaper headline that said giant egg found, which is consistent with how Mothra would always die, but would always be reborn. It was like a generational thing. There would always be a new Mothra uh every movie hmm. yeah so, did you never had to worry about losing one but did you notice that the egg they used in that picture was the uh the uh the thing that always king Ghidorah was like born out of like whenever he traveled through space it was oh, the, it was oh, the no, same one like a like a wormhole kind of thing no like you know in the old toho movies like gigan had like the giant crystal that he flew in and King Ghidorah had that red ruby, like oh we, yeah, it was <laughs> it was right. that red ruby thing that they used as the egg. It, it, I know it was probably for Mothra, but it was just a really cool callback to see. Oh, see, they're using like little things like that. Like, huh. I'm just gonna go through all the Easter eggs I saw. Well, but, but yeah. just before we do, at least at least um, let's kind of finish this this thought because okay. well, because I I think when you have your your biggest moment of the movie rely on something that is so confusing and also never mentioned in the rest of the movie. There's never any setup for it, right? Like there's never any, you know, Chekhov's Mothra or anything uh, early in the movie, right? So it's just, I, I think that's a huge mistake because I think it's so crucial to what happens at the end. And I think the audience is like, if even you guys didn't really you know, uh, connect the dots right away. I think it's safe to say that that's probably confusing. It's true. Yeah, so, it is. So, yeah. Anyways, I, th- I think that's a, a big fault of the movie. But then it leads to uh, the destroyer Godzilla is what I'm going to call him. You know, yes. the uh, <laughs> nuclear thermonuclear meltdown Godzilla. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. the other part of that whole thing. So all of a sudden he's 
He's nuclear himself. Like he's because are they healing or are they giving off radiation or is this just a different version or it's it's kind of an homage to Godzilla versus Destroyer where God's Destroyer sorry where yeah, Godzilla true. is uh it's actually one of the most famous Godzilla movies because Godzilla dies in that movie and oh, yeah. um. That's what I thought was going to happen in this movie. Like I thought, oh man, they're going to kill Godzilla, and it's going to be a new Godzilla in the other mm-hmm. ones, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, where he just goes thermonuclear and just like explodes. But uh, <laughs> I thought that scene was super cool. Just him walking through Boston. By the way, I think this movie was made by St. Louis Cardinals fans because <laughs> both San Francisco and Boston are like obliterated in these two movies. Next, it's going to be Chicago and then uh, New York, and it's only going to be the Cardinals left. You well, know? I, I know I tweeted it, but the fact that they spent a large portion of this movie at Fenway and never made a green monster joke uh, is just an absolute <laughs> it was travesty. Right there. It was right there was the whole time. Yeah. Lobbed over the net. Yeah. Uh, guess they can't think of everything. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and and then the uh, post credit scene with Charles Dance finding uh, Ghidorah's head is yes. really setting up King Mecha Ghidorah. You know, yes, which I'm stoked for. <laughs> I love this. Had- I love this so much. I have no idea. Like every third <laughs> word you're saying, I understand, but you guys are so excited. Okay. In um, so, so th- in the old so Tohos, they take like Ghidorah and they like fuse him like as this giant robot. So he's like half robot Ghidorah and then half regular King Ghidorah. Yeah, that's the one where they go back in time to try to kill Godzilla before he causes the destruction the desi- of Japan, or, uh, the uh, obliteration of Earth. Um, and uh, what they end up doing inadvertently is creating King Ghidorah by leaving these weird little mutant bat creatures in the presence of radiation and they all fuse together. Uh, and then they go back into the future and come back with a robot King Ghidorah. Yeah, uh, that is then used to build Mecha Godzilla in the following movie. Yep. So this could go any number of directions. So wait, so I it, thought he was an alien though. He is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it there's was a. D- it depends on the lore. That that was the that was the Heisei era. That was in like from the 80s to the 90s. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't an alien then. Um, was sort of a natural anomaly. But yeah, that's what that's what happened in the original in the Showa era where Ghidorah was an alien and was always sort of sort of a bully that tended to get uh, controlled by aliens with like a monster control ray, yeah. which they use again and again in the series. And it's it gets kind of it, it gets hilarious at a point, the amount of uh, alien species who have mind control rays for monsters. Yeah. All which, right, I'm gonna... which, which is kind of I think that's what the uh, the uh, the biophonetic machine thing is like an homage to controlling these creatures. Yeah. So many times in all the old movies, there was like Martians or you know aliens, you know, controlling Gigan <laughs> or King Ghidorah, you know, to do their bidding or even yeah. to control Godzilla, you know, stuff like that. All right, so, monsters from Planet X. Yeah, my favorite monster from Planet X. Oh. Is that the first time we see King Ghidorah? Uh, second time. Second time. First is Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna open the floodgate now. So go ahead, <laughs> Andrew, uh, and and feel free to jump in, Sam. 
with uh, Easter eggs, stuff you notice as huge Godzilla fans. Um, I don't really have any necessary other plot points that I feel like I need to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I tiptoed around them enough in the show proper to, to get my feelings out. Um, so go for it. What what did you see? What did you love? The twins! The twins! Yeah, the twins! The Mothra twins. <laughs> yes, I was so happy whenever that was revealed. So yeah. I was like, oh, I see what they did there. And I, I don't know if like the picture of their mom and their uh, grandmas, if if either of those were the original like uh, fairy twins from the Godzilla movies or not. I would love if they were. That yeah. would just be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love when they were like, what do we have that could possibly stop the monsters? And then we just hear the Mothra theme, this elegiac orchestral theme of beauty and prosperity in the face of darkness starts playing as everyone bears witness to this Christ-like Mothra, which I thought was a fantastic moment. Oh, yeah. Probably my favorite moment of the entire movie has to do with whenever Godzilla is hit with that nuke by uh uh watanabe and uh he comes out to the original godzilla theme i was like oh they're doing it they're doing it (laughs) they're doing it and oh it just made me so happy and uh, i was i was humming along with it like an idiot i literally got i literally got a glare from the from the person next to me so (laughs) that's how i knew i was doing it right yeah well oh it was a good look like uh i see what you're doing there or was no, it like it was a, hey, a shut up. What is, it, it was a what is this child doing <laughs> coming along to the theme song? Do 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 I could do it for hours. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's so the next three hours will be Andrew and Sam humming their favorite Godzilla themes. Yeah, that was my favorite part. It, oh, yeah. it reminds me. It reminds me of my favorite Godzilla entrance ever, which is in Terror of Mechagodzilla from 1975, where like Mechagodzilla's teaming up with the underwater dinosaur, the Titanosaurus, and and starts wreaking havoc on the city. And Godzilla hasn't even been mentioned yet, and it's like it's hopeless. Everyone evacuate. We're all gonna die. And then it slowly pans across the skyline and up from behind a building raises the silhouette of. Godzilla. Godzilla's head and just off camera does the atomic fire onto the Titanosaurus and then zooms in and Godzilla's glaring like you're in my house this ain't gonna fly and it just goes it's the greatest thing yeah I love it um my favorite easter egg is um one that was that was actually carried over from Gareth Edwards movie which is Ken Watanabe who's uh named after uh, the character is named after the doctor from the original movie with the eye patch. Sarazawa. That Sarazawa, yeah, that's his name. Who in, who invented the oxygen destroyer? Yep. Which which killed uh, the the first Godzilla in yep. this melancholy moment of regret. Um, and it is his first name is also Ishiro, which is the name of the director of various Godzilla movies. So I think that's a really, really nice callback. Um, and I love so much that he's the one to go and sacrifice himself to revive Godzilla. Yeah. Um, it's it's like the tables have been turned 65 years later. And it's it's possibly my favorite moment where he says goodbye old friend old friend it's fantastic yeah. in japanese too which is great ah uh, yeah 
so many good moments like that. I could probably go on forever. Keep on going, man. I was upset. Okay. That Floodgates are open. I was nerd upset. out. I was upset. Angiris wasn't in this movie. I, mean, I like, wanted the Angiris so bad. Yeah, I thought that might have been the monster coming out of the mountain. No, it wasn't. Uh, we had yeah. uh, what's the spider's name? Soro Moss no, or something like that. It, it's it's Kumanga is Kum- the spider. Okay, well, the one am I thinking of is oh my, that might be the praying mantis, but uh. Anyway, uh, yeah, I wanted that. I wanted Titanosaurus. I want to know what that yeah. giant behemoth titan, the the tusked, uh, the woolly mammoth. Yeah, yeah, that thing. that thing had better have a prominent role in the next movie. Yeah, because that thing was cool. And then we yeah. saw the the bulky Muto. Yeah. Uh, and what what was the other one? Then we had the two spider ones. Then well, we they had said Rodan. there were seventeen, but we didn't see all seventeen. No, we right? didn't. Okay, yeah. And I know some of those are going to be fan favorites. I have been waiting, without knowing it, I've been waiting over sixty years for Varan the Unbelievable to get a <laughs> decent movie. Uh, Varan, which is this giant like like picture a flying squirrel, but covered in like reptilian scales. And with spikes all down its back. That's Varan. Yeah, Varan's awesome. And has never been in a, like, had, never had a dignified role. Uh, and it has come close many times, though. So I'm hoping. I've still yeah. got my fingers crossed. Yeah. I want Angiris. I want Gigan, because Gigan, right after King Ghidorah, is my favorite Godzilla villain. Um, nice. I want Biollante. Biollante. <laughs> Biollante yes. might be, man. I don't know if that's my favorite Godzilla movie or not. Godzilla vs. Biollante. Oh, yeah? I don't know if that's my favorite or not. It's up there, though. Um, such a great villain, because it's yeah. Godzilla fighting pretty much himself. Uh, oh, yeah. A plant version of him. But, yeah, I want Biollante. Speaking, want... speaking of Godzilla fighting himself, Mechagodzilla. Yeah, Mechagodzilla. I want King Caesar. Caesar. I, w- I want Jet Jaguar, even though he's an idiot. Oh, uh, <laughs> Megalon. I want. I want them all, man. I want Hedra. Uh, you just keep saying that, names. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I want the most? I, is I want in the next movie. I want there to be just a to just that giant octopus from King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, I want there yeah. to be. A big budget version of that fight that we always deserved but never got. We, we sort of got it Kong with Kong Skull, Skull, Skull Island. Island. Yeah, that was like two minutes long. I want that to be like the all uh, like I want the octopus to be on King Kong's side and then have this huge betrayal at the end that breaks everyone's heart and then we get <laughs> to see get to see a giant ape fight fight a, a freaking octopus for god knows how long i would i would kill for that all right i do have a let me let me hop in here because we've kind of wandered into the king kong area of things and i've been following those movies fairly well and and how, i mean the king kong and godzilla have been connected even from the old movies right like yeah they had a fight that's something they've done so my question to you is you can go based on canon you can go based on your instincts based on your guesses but my question is, we've kind of seen both of these creatures as very similar, right? Like these powerful, crazy, can destroy things creatures, but that are actually protectors. And the movie makes reference to the fact that some of these creatures are protectors and some of them are destroyers or whatever. If both King Kong and Godzilla are protectors, 
why would we have a Godzilla versus King Kong movie and will it end with mm. both of them having moms named Martha? That's basically... <laughs> no, they have a mom named Mothra. Yeah, they have it. both a mom named Mothra. That's that right. is so good. Mothra. Yeah. Well, why'd, why'd you have to say that name? Why'd you say that name? All right, I'm drawing that cartoon today and posting it. So There you uh, go. I'll... You you were never a Kong. You were never even a king. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if it's going to be like a alpha thing, like you know, two alphas have to, you know, there has to be one alpha, mm-hmm. and it's between. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, it's between the two kings, really. It, it was the three kings until Ghidorah died. Um, uh, for now, yeah, King Caesar could show up. You know, there's there's <laughs> a lot of kings, but um, yeah. I think you know Godzilla is the king of the monsters. The old one, the, I think, it was came out in the 1960s or something. Maybe early seventies, but um, it was the Americans who made it, so King Kong had to win because you know King Kong was the American mm-hmm. monster and Godzilla was the Japanese right. monster. Um, if it came down to it, I think Godzilla is going to win this next one, though. This yeah. next fight, but that's uh, not necessarily the question I asked. But, well, I thought that it was like you know they're both alphas and that there's going to be you know just who's the most alpha. So their their desire to be. The alpha monster is going to be greater than their programming to protect the Earth. I think it's going to be who's going to be the true protector. You know, like mm. it's going to be an ego thing. You know, hmm. I'm I'm because yeah. you know you see that in uh, nature all the time. There sure. has to be an alpha in the pack or whatever. So that's what I'm guessing. Maybe, maybe it's going to be like some sort of some sort of. Uh, like game show or something seeing it's who can protect the earth better it's godzilla versus kong let's meet our contestants that would be yeah that would be a huge that would be a huge uh just pull the rug out from everyone uh so yeah that is i because uh yeah it could be anything honestly but probably the the alpha thing um because we don't know if King Kong can swim. That's the thing. For all we know, uh, he's just trapped on Skull Island and is mad about that and wa- and somehow finally gets to the mainland. Because that is what happened to the original. Was It was a pharmaceutical company who wanted to use Kong as a mascot and so started like like towing him over uh, on, on a boat. Like his giant Kong raft. Woke up. Yeah, like a, this this comically huge raft. There's a part where they inflate balloons to lift Kong out of the sky. Oh, so that's the that's the kind of movie we're dealing with here. Yeah, I, they, I hope they get. I hope we have like just so, just at least one over the top giant thing, <laughs> just like a like a huge mouse trap or something, something along those lines. Yeah, they've to, <laughs> to incapacitate Kong. They knock Kong out with this alcoholic juice, and he falls asleep to drum music. <laughs> they use this microscopically thin wire that doesn't cut King Kong, but it can lift him up with giant balloons. Then they fly a drunken, passed-out King Kong over Godzilla, pop the balloons, and he falls <laughs> on Godzilla, and like they just he wakes up and he starts fighting him. Yeah, and then they start brawling. They fall off a cliff into the ocean, and a skirmish happens underwater, and King Kong wins! Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. You're in Godzilla's territory. Yeah. The, the, the theory I've always heard is that the reason um, that the movie was made in the first place, it was 1962, 
and uh, it was because King Kong was sort of going through something of like a revival in popularity. It had been almost 30 years since the uh, original appearance. And so that was the reason why Kong won at the end is because that was before Godzilla was sort of the good guy. Um, and so it was sort of in everyone's best interest. But depending on which version of the movie you watch, there is a Godzilla roar at the end indicating yeah. that this won't be the last time. And indeed, here we are, 50, 57 going on 58 years later. The fight we've always wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? Will you say anything about the movie? You can spoil plot points. You can talk about whatever you want. It was interesting that King Ghidorah could regenerate his head like that. I thought that was... Oh, so that's not canon? No. Well, if it is, I hadn't seen it before. I thought that was a cool effect. It was one of one of my favorite effects in the movie. It reminded me of the yeah. mythical Hydra. You know, you cut mm-hmm. off one head and it'll grow sure. back. Because um, Ghidorah's kind of like a Hydra. You know, he's yeah. a multi-headed dragon. Um, I like the fact that uh, they didn't, you know, try and come up with a weird backstory for... Uh, him that he is actually still from outer space and that he is messing up the the balance if you want to say what i didn't like is i don't think they fleshed out vera farmiga's uh whole bit with her wanting to use the titans to bring balance back to the planet and then her just immediately they didn't explain why she the whole charles dance thing with her you know mm-hmm. it was supposed yeah. to be a uh a twist, you know, like, oh, they're getting all twisty on me here. But it seemed like Millie Bobby Brown's character was kind of in on it, too. Yeah, she knew. I, as far as I could read in the movie, she knew about it. Yeah, but it just it just wasn't handled all that well. Right. Because what you want, you want that family dynamic. Yeah. And the movie doesn't do a great job of explaining what everybody knows or feels well enough that you can feel what they're feeling with them. You mm-hmm. know, because I think it probably wants the twist it probably prioritized the quote unquote twist over the storytelling yeah. in, in that part. Yeah, it was a shame. But uh, it was cool seeing uh, Rodan come out of the volcano because yeah. that also happened in the, uh, the original one. Um, of course, all of this just took place in Japan. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. spread out all over the world like it was, which I really like that they did that in this movie. Like, King Ghidorah's down in Antarctica and uh, Rodan's in Mexico, you know, and Mothra was in, in China. China, yeah. I, I loved it all. I loved how it wasn't, they didn't just come up with, oh, Monster Island, you know, like they did in the old Japan. They they made it global, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Love it. Oh, I can't wait to watch it again. <laughs> and then there's this ancient atlantean culture that lived in the core or whatever i i want to know more about them because that seems like real fascinating because that whole underwater sequence was gorgeous i thought yeah. it was beautiful seeing like the the what under the relics and these temples and all that stuff it was really cool seeing watsonabe watsonabe walk up to um godzilla because it's kind of it reminded me of like a mayan uh sacrificing you know uh temple you know like how they would have sacrifices at the top of these pyramids and it kind of reminded me of that that kim watsonabe was sacrificing himself to a god Mm -hmm. you know it just it was metaphorical in that sense i'm like oh this is beautiful yeah 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 i get that i can totally get that uh sam did you have anything else you wanted to talk about specifically 
while we're in spoilers? Uh, nothing is coming to mind. Uh, a lot of the stuff we've already talked about. Um, I'm sure every you could easily dissect like every moment for uh, what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah no, nothing is leaping to mind. Okay. Fair enough, then. We'll just wrap it up. Um, Thank you, Sam. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for bringing your Godzilla knowledge to the table. And, Andrew, thank you for bringing your Godzilla knowledge to the table. Um, Anytime. And uh, thank me for just... Tolerating. Just being at the table. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, no, I found that all of that very interesting and, uh, engaging and, um, educational. So, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, during the movie, I didn't notice any of it. Do you have any yeah. desire at all to go back and watch old Toho Godzilla's? Oh no. No. Oh no. <laughs> There's you know so many to things on my list honest, above that, that, yeah. They're honestly like kind of hard to get to. They're, a, they're really shabby movies and they were cranked out in a way that, was not necessarily conducive to always making the best movie all the time. And there sure. are certainly some that stand out. Well, you know uh, what I, re- obviously- you know what I related to is Dr. Who, um, mm. the idea that there are all these old Dr. Who's that were more shabby and, you know, uh, cranked out and all that kind of stuff. That show has been around for 50 years, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I still don't have the desire as much as I love the, you know, the modern, uh, cycle of Dr. Who, I don't have any desire to go back, I think I get it. Like I think I get an, enough of what it was about to understand it. Yeah. I don't have that personality in those areas that needs to digest every single bit of minutia. Um, and we all have our things, right? Like Hitchcock and Pixar are probably my things that I do want to digest, like every little bit in minutia. Yeah, but when I got Godzilla in DC. <laughs> there nice. you go. So, um, so yeah, I just I don't have any desire to to go back and and see them i will trust experts like you to to let me know <laughs> you got a question you know who to call that's right i i am thinking of of uh writing an article or something about the 10 uh the 10 godzilla movies that are like the most essential inspiration for king of the monsters because uh, obviously there are callbacks and parallels and stuff so yeah uh maybe maybe something along those lines that'd be good but yeah in in the meantime, hashtag justice for Varan, uh, <laughs> justice for Geigen, yeah. and justice for Angiris, uh, all yeah. of them. Very nice. Uh, well, thank you guys, and thanks for hanging out during our Sif Spoil discussion. Uh, I imagine we'll be doing Dark Phoenix spoilers next week, so we'll catch you then. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.